You've heard them before, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, what we have, I'm going to do four icebreakers. One of them is just like random, but the other three have actually correct answers. So, you got to get them right. Okay. Okay. Let me see. (laughs) So, this one is from television. Mm. And Everybody Hates Chris, Rochelle, the wife, always brags about what? My man got three jobs, four jobs. Two jobs, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this one's from music. Which artist always stayed with Coogee down to his socks? Coogee down to his socks? Mm -hmm. Ooh, I don't know. You don't remember? Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you some people. Heavy D. Biggie. Biggie. Yeah. Biggie. It's Biggie. It's Biggie. It's Biggie. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I had to think about the rhymes. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one is completely up to you. Okay. What hairstyle do we need to cancel this year? And I want my, my producers to tap in on this too because they're young girls in school. Castle, you gonna have people mad at me? We need. <laughs> I can give you some options, or you could just tell me. We need to cancel the wigs and the frontals. Like they costing Ooh. too much, like five hundred thousand dollars. It's too much money. It's too much money, and you can grow your hair. Like, yeah, like just, just grow it, right? Just grow it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you guys say? Jada waiter braids. I don't know what those are. It's like five box braids. Oh, the ones that go like this, right? Okay, Okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay, Okay. you're over it. How about you? The jumbo crochet twist. Oh, jumbo crochet twist. You'll have to show them to me. Yeah. Okay, you over there too. too. Okay. (laughs) All right then. That's what y'all canceling. Okay. They gonna have people coming at us. Uh-huh. They gonna be like, what's wrong right. with frontals and the crochet? What? Oh, you got your little head none. You think <laughs> Okay. So, the final question is, which holiday celebrates the abolition of slavery in the state of Texas? That, I can use some options. Please do. Okay. <laughs> A, Liberation Day. Or Negro Independence Day, Kwanzaa, or Juneteenth? Juneteenth. Yeah. I'm saying her. Right. Hold on. <laughs> I wanted to say Juneteenth. I had to make sure. Yeah, it's Juneteenth. Okay. So, Latrina is a multi-passionate, yes. the same as myself. And she has a few different businesses, but what caught my eye was her virtual assistant business because you guys may or may not know, but I dabble in mobile and virtual assistant myself. And um, I wanted to talk to you today about how you got into uh, the virtual assisting business. Okay, okay. Let's 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 break it down a little bit, shall we? Okay. Um. So I never knew about my entrepreneurial spirit, right? Um. 
So let's go back to I was launching an online lingerie store and I was getting ready to launch this store mm-hmm. like two weeks before the pandemic hit. And oh. I remember going, I was setting up, I was getting everything ready. I had a lunch day. So to me, you know, the world was still kind of normal. Moving, right. Um, And I remember just going to my kids' daycare at the time and they put a sign on there like, we'll be closed for two weeks. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. But then I started to see this everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So I had second doubts about doing an online store. Fast forward, I was kind of forced out of work. The kids, they can never open up. And I went through that process for about two years. But doing my lingerie business, I did did everything behind the scenes myself. Like building the website, getting the inventory together, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of kept going with that. But I took more classes that would help me with the foundation. And it's a lot of pieces that come with the business that that people forget about when it comes to the foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, So my lingerie store was, it's a success for two years, but I didn't necessarily like being on the front scene anymore. So I was like, I'm going to go to the back end. I seen so many minority businesses like struggling with the foundation portion mm-hmm. of it or staying organized and being self-disciplined mm-hmm. and all of those things that come with it that nobody never talks about that right. we struggle with mm-hmm. so i was like i want to help my community um build their business but also to build it for the long run like right. how many of us have may have had family members or know people who've had a business, had a storefront, and then it went out of business. Mm-hmm. Or we were not left with any business. Improper structure. My my history comes from a line of entrepreneurs. Okay. But nobody had a business to pass down to their children. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. So that's because the foundation part was not built. It's mm-hmm. just I always refer to like building your house. Mm-hmm. If you think about building a house or you build a business or apartment building, whatever, the foundation has to be solid. Right. It has to be organized. You have to know what you're doing. It has to have a solid ground mm-hmm. or what you'll find is if you don't build that house right, your house gonna start falling apart. Right. And then one catastrophe, your house will fall over. And it's everything. And that's the same thing with your business. Right. So tell me this. With, um, the foundation piece what do you find to be the uh, most critical for people to have that they don't have what have you noticed in your time doing this like they don't have a plan um like they a kind business of just, plan? A, yeah like sometimes business plan and i'm not saying something like this thick you know mm-hmm. is thorough but some type of plan so people going to stuff and they have a vision or whatever, and they and they have a thought, and they just winking it, and they just go for it. They just go for they it. They don't put any pieces to the puzzle. Together. No, but how can you blame us? We were never taught that. Mm-hmm. We right. learning this all as yeah. we're going. The more yeah. that the world is opening, no, we never learned nothing about uh, the business, business plan, plan, nothing about organizing, nothing about your taxes, nothing mm-hmm. about your finances, stuff that's gonna play a role in how much money do you need to launch the business. Right. Nobody talks about um, how to connect with the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On a deeper level, everybody just want to sell, 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 and right. just build a business. And then a lot of businesses are not aligned for that person either. Mm-hmm. You really—that's what I found too. What made me become still. My passion was lingerie, but is this what God called me to do? Come on, yeah, I've been through. The, I've been there mm-hmm. where I um, I find myself interested in something, right? But that doesn't mean that that's 
Which you're supposed to be doing. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you have to, I just talked about this on um, a recent episode where you have to, in my opinion, make sure that you're using the proper vehicle because that's what I've been noticing with businesses is that they're not using the right vehicle to get them to where they want to go with their business. So I gave the example of me with um, my t-shirt company. I had a t-shirt company. I have a t-shirt company and I was um, using the machine that everybody uses Mm -hmm. to make shirts, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's cute. That's a cute thing to do when you're wanting to make two or three shirts for the football game. Right. That is not something for mass production, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I'm noticing is that people are often taking um, almost like shortcuts, Oh, you know what I mean? To try to get to, to try and get to where they think they because you want a fast result. Yeah, you want an overnight result, and that's something I had to fight for. There is no overnight result. Mm-mm. There is you do have to do extensive market research for sure. Because what you'll find, you'll waste a lot of money. I wasted. I won't even say wasted. I want to say investment because everything that I learned has contributed to what I do now. Mm -hmm. But I look back like I spent about $20,000, maybe $25,000 and didn't even know it because Mm -hmm. I would would sacrifice Mm -hmm. portions of my check, large Mm -hmm. amounts to, to, to invest in something and to be like, for example, I bought too much inventory. Too much inventory. Too much inventory. Right away. Okay. Right away, without learning the business, without mm-hmm. without learning my audience, without finding out what problems or who I'm talking to, right, or what they needed. Mm-hmm. I was going out strictly like, oh, what I like, what you what you like, and I was just this ordering. cute, <laughs> just ordering stuff and just spending money and just oh my god, and mm-hmm. it was like, ugh, you didn't really notice it until you like. That's Something starts to feel uncomfortable right. with what you're doing. So you're like, oh my God, I spent all this money. Me. I spent all this money and then I start to feel bad and I just got in the rut and I was like, I'm just going to be still for a moment. Mm-hmm. That was the best way. Like, let me just be still and get in tune with myself and figure out what am I supposed to be doing mm-hmm. because I've been bit by the entrepreneurial bug. I mm-hmm. know that. I'm bit. Right. But this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing exactly. Yes, mm-hmm. I love it, but how can I be a service? Right. Mm. So when you decided to pivot into into uh, virtual assistant, not you don't have to tell me who the person is, but what made you know like I could do this. Somebody actually, I remember her name, but and she probably yeah. remember her name is Isha. I gotta okay. get out her props because okay. she asked me for to do something for her. I forgot exactly what it was. And I posted something on Facebook, and she was like, I would definitely pay you to do it. And I was like, hmm. Right. People would, and then I noticed that I had already been doing this stuff for 15, 16 years, and mm. I was running from it. Never knew. I, I went to Alabama State University. Okay. When I came back home, I couldn't find a job. So mm-hmm. I landed a job at the call center. Okay. I hated it. I hated it, but I got stuck there. I got stuck there. I felt stuck, and I was always trying to run from that field. I I worked at so many call centers, and and I hated it. 
But, and I was kept running from it, running from it, and not, not just realized, like, God been giving me skills. Exactly. For 15, 16 years, and I've been running, Mm -hmm. running from it, and now it's like, well, now you can use these same skills and help your community. Yeah. So, that's what kind of got me into virtual assistant. I was like, okay, I do want to see businesses thrive. I want to see them last. And I have what they need. I have a skill, what they need, because I've been behind the scenes. Right. I see what um, the medical facilities blueprint is. I see what their workflow is. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you notice that everybody needs a workflow. Every, we all have kind of the same workflow. We're just mm-hmm. changing it up to fit yeah, your business. To fit the business. But that's the part that we're missing. Mm-hmm. We don't have a workflow. Okay. So tell me, what are your... Okay, explain to us what um a virtual assistant does okay so a virtual assistant is having your own remote business so you are a 1099 independent contractor mm-hmm. um what a, you can choose so many different fields to go into a virtual assistant just based well, no, no, on no. i'm sorry no, not to cut you off but what i'm saying is like let's just say sorry to disturb you guys i know that episode was getting good but I wanted to take some time to make sure you know where to find me online. You can search for me on all social platforms at Babbling with Brandy. Make sure to interact with me there. Babbling with Brandy on all social platforms. Also, if you have a show idea or question, hit me up at babblingpod at gmail.com. Again, that's babblingpod at gmail.com. It's all listed for you in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. You came and you were to, let's use the podcast. Let's say you came, I hired you to work the podcast to assist me. Mm-hmm. What would you, what, what would you do for me behind the scenes as my virtual assistant? As in my business, rather mm-hmm. the goal assistant, I focus on email marketing foundation. And that's okay. why I was saying you can pick that virtual assistant is your business. You could pick what skill that you know you oh. want to focus on. Just because I'm a virtual assistant does not mean that I want to do a podcast or does not mean I want to work with fitness or mm-hmm. does not mean I want to work with therapists. You right. can choose who, what industry you work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a podcast, it would be, I would focus on email lists. I don't do any editing. You have virtual assistants that focus on your editing and your schedules. I don't do that. I okay. focus on your retention. Um, and, and you viewing your analytics and things of that nature and how to always have um, topics and communication and to reach wow. out using email free marketing. So that's what you would do for me. That's I'm what I would do. You no, you're fine. Okay. That's what I would wow. do. I would only focus on email marketing and funnels and workflows. You have virtual assistants that will make appointments for you, and that's all that they would do. Mm. You have virtual assistants that will do your bookkeeping. You have virtual assistants that will do your taxes. You have virtual assistants for for everything. So it mm. really just depends on what that person is skilled at and what they know they can thrive in, and then you can add on skills as you go. As you go. So mm-hmm. for you, is that your um is that your target market? Is like people who need 
um, like to have analytics read and email marketing, stra- email strategies and stuff put together? Is yes. that what you... Email funnels, workflows put together, things of that nature. And I really focus on anything wellness, anything that uh, self-love, self-care, things. So I focus on that industry. Oh, I, w- okay. I wouldn't go to the fitness market because, okay. because that's not who I, I'm targeting. That's okay. not who I really want to work that's, with. Okay, so it's, it's about... Okay. Let me make sure I'm clear. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, so when I, let me speak about what I was doing. So what I did, which makes a lot of sense with what you're saying, I was working with attorneys and doctors, right? So that's strictly, that's all I wanted to work with. I did not want to work with anybody in any other field because that's where I was the strongest. I knew it inside out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're saying that, for your business, it's pretty much the same thing, and a person. So I guess I'm, my question is: Are there a virtual assistants that potentially handle all things, or handle yeah. all industries? Or? You do. They you would just say I'm a general admin. I do general administrative work. Okay. Um, for all different types of fields, like I wouldn't take an attorney. I wouldn't take a real estate agent. Okay. You have virtual assistants that that's all they do. All they want is real estate agents. They don't want nobody else. You have those that they just want doctors and therapists. They don't want nobody right. else. Okay. So I had no idea that I was even dealing in a niche. Yeah, everything needs a niche. I had no idea that everything. that's what I was doing. I thought that that's just what I knew. Yeah. So that's all I was dealing with. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm like I. People would call and say, well, could you assist me with, you know, it would be like, like random stuff. They have coffee shops and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm just not well versed in that. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be the best of assistance mm-hmm. because I never, I never worked for a company doing this. I just created my own company doing it. Mm-hmm. So, but like you said, it was because I knew the work. Right, I knew I knew the work, I knew the businesses, mm-hmm. but I did not necessarily know. Um, Somebody gave you that blueprint. Yeah, and you, took it and you just yeah, added it on some some to yourself. Exactly. And, and there you go. Yeah, because what you're saying to what what you're saying is to me, it's like you could come in. You could you honestly could train me on stuff about virtual assisting, not just helping with the pie. I'm just use I'm my mind working at this point because mm-hmm. I'm like you know things and you're saying things that I never even thought about. And I've been doing virtual assistant work seriously for about virtual and mobile assisting maybe 7 or 8 years. But you have but what you're saying to me is like this sound it's all new. You know yeah, what I mean? Cuz you have virtual assistants that will come in and say um, they just do their customer service and take their inbound calls. Right. So, you know, I don't do that. And I know a virtual <laughs> assistant company that, that just, actually does that. Yes, there's a lot of them. Wow. And so that's like their thing. That's their I, thing. I never thought about that. It's that was your like, business. You're just taking mm, your skills. You can add skills as you go. Wow. Yes. So, um, I guess now I want to know. You're doing virtual assistance. Yes, ma'am. You've been doing it, and you are um, working 
well with it. You you know what you're doing, obviously, because you sitting here teaching me something right on the spot. <laughs> and then you decided to sell insurance. I don't sell insurance. Uh, what you do? I do not sell insurance. I do not like the t- I'm not a salesman, and I don't like being sold to. All right. I Correct am- me. <laughs> I am a educator and a leader. So okay. what I do now is um, I went added on to my belt. I did go get licensed in the state of Illinois, looking to okay. add more licenses to my belt as well. Okay. Um. So what I do is educate families okay. on the importance of having life insurance and having investments because we do not have them in the black and brown communities. Um, for you to make the right choices that you need to make. Now, whether you get the insurance life, the life policy or not, I mean, I want to give you this information mm-hmm. so that you can make that educated decision the same way you go shopping. You know which quality right. brands you want to make. You're making an educated purchase. Uh-huh. So I'm educating you on the difference. Mm-hmm. Telling you how to ma- where to take your money, how to make your money grow for you, and things of that nature. Things that we didn't even learn in school. Man, don't even. And don't even get me started on this past weekend because I was actually in Whiting, Indiana. Okay. And um, I walked past, I recorded it, I walked mm-hmm. past five different financial offices in that community. Mm-hmm. Versus if you walk in our, right there, we have nothing. Down 79th, mm-hmm. 87, there's no financial. Mm-hmm. There was not one Chase Bank in their neighborhood. Oh, it wasn't even any, it's not even any banks in the Because they have their own bank. They have their own bank. They have mm-hmm. four different financial offices to help people understand the importance of having life insurance outside the job and investments. I- IRAs, all of that stuff matters. It does. And, you know, just thinking about how much we could have saved our communities mm-hmm. if we just had these resources and we didn't. Mm-hmm. And we didn't learn this information. But I didn't know nothing about the seven. It's a rule of 72 with mm-hmm. money until I started with the company. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> See, that's the thing. We need to... And I... And I'm sorry, but you're fine. Yeah, the reason why I did that, because I know they're like, why are you the virtual assistant and they doing insurance? Because oh, yeah. Well, let's get back to that because yes. I was about to start fussing. About, 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 your okay, your finances ahead. is a part of your foundation. Mm-hmm. Without you understanding your finances, you really cannot thrive you in can't. any business. You need to understand how to manage your money. How money works. And how money works. And use it as a tool. And especially if you're an entrepreneur, who giving you life insurance? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yep. You, you have to protect it. And even if you are employed... Your employee does not. Your employer does not care. Not at all. If they won't give you a raise, what makes you think if something will happen to you tomorrow that they're gonna take care mm-hmm. of your family? They are not. You, nope. That policy is not yours. But they got insurance on you, though. Yes, they, they have insurance. insurance. They on have you. insurance on key employees. Mm-hmm. Yes, they'll give yep. you start. So until the moment that you are are, are they terminated, they cash in on your croaking. Easily. Same <laughs> with celebrities that can pass away. Yeah, those record labels they. Get paid off of mm-hmm. that. So, you know, having that protection for yourself and being able to use it. And lastly, I would say life insurance is not a death benefit or what we call death insurance. Mm-hmm. Life insurance is something that you can live, use while you are alive. Yes. That's absolutely yes. right. So, I'm excited that um, we were able to get into that. So, with this, the ins- with the uh, insurance and and uh, all of the financial education that you use that you that you have the financial 
information that you have, who is your, well, I know you said that your core audience is African American and brown people. Yes. And, um, do you, uh, work out of a certain office? Um, so I will say I am partnered with Primerica. I know a lot of people turn their noses up. At Primerica? At Primerica because we have people that have probably had a bad experience depending on what office and things that they were with. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at that. What I'm looking at is I was able to get state license. My Anytime, kids, my kids insurance with <laughs> it's, I'm like, huh? Yeah, but you do have a lot of people that uh-huh. turn their nose because they think about recruiting and they think about the different oh, aspects. I get what you're saying. And you're not thinking about any license that you will get is the experience mm. of something to have under your belt. Uh, for that sure. state license is up there with real estate license. Mm-hmm. Do we know that? No. Yeah. I we see don't what even you're saying. know that. We don't even know if you go get state license that you could possibly make just as much as a real estate agent right. because you are licensed. Mm-hmm. So while we I can take my license. Primarica will never take my license from me. Right. That That's is something yours. that I earned. I studied mm-hmm. for and I earned and now I'm in process of getting my investment license as well. Oh wow. Yes. That's exciting. Yes, it is. That's exciting. <laughs> okay. So I guess Okay, this is how the show works, and okay. I'm trying my I'm trying my best. I, I I always every week try to not go too deep. That's what I'm always telling my producers. But, but okay, okay. So with your pivoting from your lingerie line into virtual assisting, mm-hmm. into your into your financial education, mm-hmm. um. How, when you made those pivots, I want to know where, what did you learn about Lentrina? That lingerie business taught me a lot. It really, it taught me a lot. Okay, what you Um, learned about yourself? I learned that um, I have a bunch of ideas and not to just run with every idea that I have. Okay. That was an issue for me. Um, I learned to listen to other people and not just listen to respond, but actually listening to what they needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned to be still, okay. like just being a business owner and, um, doing different sacrifices that I did, like those classes that were available to me. I started reaching out to community centers and mm-hmm. I, and I would wake up at four or five in the morning and I'd be on Zoom with, with one of my cousins. Mm-hmm. She stays in Washington. She's never had a job. Mm-hmm. So I would take time out every single day to get up at four in the morning to hear her, what she had to say, because she's never worked a job. Mm-hmm. Why I didn't listen to her before? I don't know. Right. But she had just had great information for me. And everything that she told me, I just took it. Mm-hmm. And anybody who made more money than me, I'm you listening. Want to hear what they I, had want, to say. I wanted to listen to you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to listen because you did something that I'm not doing to you somewhere where I want to be. So mm-hmm. I need to listen to you. I learned to be still. Mm-hmm. Learn to just connect with myself. I was also I'm still am on my self love journey, and that's just what the okay. lingerie business taught me. Okay, so you you say that what you learned about yourself is that at that time you weren't a big listener. Mm-mm. But you became one mm-hmm. through that through that business, mm-hmm. and so that's. I learned about sacrificing. Mm. I learned about oh my god! Now tell me about sacrifice. 
hurt. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt. With okay. You gotta sacrifice some stuff. You gotta mm-hmm. sacrifice your time. You gotta sacrifice money. You gotta sacrifice friends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your relationship would be on the line. Mm-hmm. So it, it it just I learned all the sacrificing is is. It's worth it, but while you going through it, you be like, "Oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing it." But you just got, got just got to go through it. Right. Like I sacrifice a lot. I sacrifice waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Who mm-hmm. want to get up at four o'clock in the morning? Right. Nobody. One second. <laughs> Where we at? Twenty-seven. Y'all retired. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so with um, and what else did you learn? You say you learned sacrifice, and and it was tough. Time management, being disciplined. So, so, wait a minute. You didn't have good time management prior to, and but you figured out a way to, to be such a good time manager that you're now assisting other people. That's right. Well, one thing about it when I when I was growing up, my daddy was he'd be like, "If you on time, you're late." Right. And when you're early, you're on time. You gotta be I early. Had, I had that instilled in me. Mm-hmm. And it does. By one of my pet peeves is like running late. I hate running late. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't so. I had was like whatever. I'm a mom now. I'm working. I'm always right. rushing. In our adult life, it seems like we 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 pull away from some of those lessons that we learned growing up. Yeah. And it's almost like out of rebellion. Like I'm gonna be late just because he told just, me not to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and then I tested we pick up myself that habit. a lot. I tested yeah. myself. I tested myself during weeks. So I said, well, this week I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be on time. Woo-woo. I'm gonna schedule everything. Mm-hmm. I learned that I was more productive. I was yeah. more clear-minded. I was able to focus. My productivity was higher. And then the weeks where I lollygagged, mm-hmm. terrible. And, <laughs> and honestly, we get, we, um, timeliness, that people have a tendency to not trust you when you're late. When you're, when you're late to stuff, um, people don't, um, listen to you the same. I, I, that's what I'm learning and noticing. And, uh, when I say people, I mean me, like when people come to me late with stuff, I'm like, um, and they trying to give me information. It's like, how can I listen to you? Yeah. Right. How can I give you, how can I like, I, it was a class that I was recently going to take $2,700 and to do late. And I'm like, late for the console. And I'm like, well, why would I give you my money? Like, you late. I don't, I'm, I don't trust you. I believe mm-hmm. you're going to run off. Building you know what trust I mean? and building nurturing yeah. your relationships with your audience, too, but also with yourself, too. So I just focus on me mm-hmm. and being disciplined with myself. Before I even became an entrepreneur, I met uh, an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met this lady, and she was already an entrepreneur, right? And she gave me, like, this little worksheet. And I looked at her like she was crazy because it had all these times on it. She was mm-hmm. like... When this is filled, this is how you know you disciplined. She scheduled every minute, every second of her day. I met a girl at the nail shop like that. And you just look at them like, how did that? What you talking about? She couldn't even hardly talk to us because she was like on a schedule. Yes. And I was like, sis. 
Is like, you, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Very serious. People say that to me now. Like, yes, I'm very serious. Mm-hmm. You know, time blockage is everything. Like, yeah. every Sunday is my day to brain dump. Mm-hmm. I get it all out of my brain. I look at what I have to do, and then I start scheduling it. Nice. And there's no distractions. Mm-hmm. Like, my um, refocus time, I call it. Meditating right. time. It's 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. My clients know that as well. It's in their onboarding. Mm-hmm. If you contact me, I will not answer. Mm-hmm. You cannot get a hold of me. That- <laughs> At the, how many people have you? How many clients do you take at one time? And do, and do you hire people to help, like um, hire other people on as assistants? I haven't hired other people on yet. Right okay. now, I'm um, taking three clients. Okay, three m- per time. month. Okay, um, and that's if one of them, like one of them, she keeps coming over to the next month. So then it's maybe not three spots maybe available. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, for me, for my capacity, it's three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Like, do you teach it? I don't. I do not teach you it. Everybody to. keep asking me, what do, you should teach it. You, you should need teach, to it. teach it. Like, you need to. It's time to get a class. I'm like, oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm one of those people that kind of second guess second guess her abilities until I start doing it. Mm-mm. And be like, oh, okay. I you got need this. to come pay me a visit <laughs> and we can sit down together and put a, and put a strategy in order so that you can start selling that thing because it's stuff that you can show me too right like literally i learned so much just now talking with you about virtual assistant the stuff about the uh with primerica i knew a lot of it because i've been with primerica now Oh my God, my my youngest is so you look like he was a client and didn't do the business opportunity. Yeah, Yeah. um, and he's um, my oldest is about to be eighteen. I mean, my youngest is about to be eighteen. So it's been well over twelve years that I've been. And I love it. I love my mutual account. Mm -hmm. I love my life insurance. My kids have their five and six, and they have a mutual fund account. Mm -hmm. Technically, by the time my kids hit thirty five years old, they will not have to work if they do not want to. That's and that's good. how I want to keep it. That's how um, I want it for my granddaughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. By the time they, they will not have to work mm-hmm. if they don't want to. When they graduate, eight, uh, not eighth grade, but high school, they will either get a deposit for their college tuition if they choose to go, or they will get capital money to start their business. Cash. Right. It's up to them. Do not, they will not be in debt. Mm-hmm. No shade to mm-hmm. my parents. Right. They didn't know. Right. But I now that it. we know... Even me, like we breaking curses now. My 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 oldest, and then my 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 oldest and my youngest, you know, they're very different, right? And what they what um, they experienced mm-hmm. because I learned more and more. But then my granddaughter, oh my God, she'll be a millionaire mm-hmm. very young because of all that I know. So yeah, I totally awesome. understand what so you're who saying. Else <laughs> We need to we need to just get out here and help everybody. everybody. <laughs> that's was, why that's I why I want so you to be here. Mad and white, and I was like, and it's not the first neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I've seen investment companies before, but they're not in our neighborhood. No, I I tell this to my son all the time when we're driving when we're out because first of all we have to venture. That's a whole nother story that we got to venture so far out of our neighborhood to feel comfortable to have just dinner. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I'm showing him that all the time. Like, look at this um, Berkshire Hathaway right here or, 
you know, all these different places that's um, investment firms and stuff that's on corners in these in these neighborhoods. But then when we get to our home, it's um, barely. Yeah. It's barely it's a bank. It's businesses. Mm-hmm. These liquor stores. Mm-hmm. 7-Eleven. Gas station. First and foremost, how do you think they got the capital? Mm-hmm. They exactly. all didn't apply for a business loan. Exactly. A, a lot of them. And I know personally because I talked mm-hmm. to an owner at 7-Eleven. That's mm-hmm. another story. <laughs> they use their life insurance policy to, to start to their that business. Money. That's right. So I'm trying to tell my people, get your policy in place. Mm-hmm. Get your investment in place. Start saving, and you will have that capital. To do what you're supposed to be doing, or to do what you, to fulfill your dreams. To live the life you want to live. For real. That you desire to live. My grandmother is 92 years old. May God bless her soul. She's still here. She didn't fully live the life she wanted to mm-hmm. live because she worked, worked, worked. Yep. I didn't see my grandma travel. I didn't see her able to do what she wanted to do, to buy the home she wanted mm-hmm. to buy, the clothes. Yep. Provide the fuss the way that she wanted to, that but way she, she did the to. best job that she possibly could do. Based on the information she had. Based on the information that she <coughs> had. So imagine when I get to this 92 age, mm-hmm. my grandkids, great grandkids, Yeah, here's what I, I, I set up for you. Right. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. Then Trina, I want to thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you for having for me. For coming and visiting me today. And I'm going to come back again. Me. Yes, I want you to. <laughs> I want you to come back. And when you come back, we're going to talk about, we're still going to talk about self-discovery, right? Yeah. But it's some other stuff that we could talk about too. Like, um, like maybe we can do like a movie review together uh, or um, some type of music review, something throughout the holidays. Cause yes. I'm going to be off for a while and um, I'm going to meet up with my guests and like, just have some fun with you guys. Okay. I truly appreciate you coming. Yes, I awesome. love the information that you gave. Yes, I, I hope you it. enjoyed yourself. I did. You felt comfortable? Yes, ma'am. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you so much, and uh, no, because I got it pre-recorded now on my my goodbye, so bye. (laughs) Did you hear about a product or service that you're interested in during the show today? Make sure you visit the show notes to see how to get a discount and to keep in touch with our guests. And again, thanks so much for Battling with Brandy. See you next week. Battling with Brandy. As always, thanks for Battling with Brandy.